scary movies. Uh-huh. If you're going to tell me you don't like this dress, I'm sticking my head right in the oven. Don't fall asleep. What am I supposed to be scared? Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> you always start. <laughs> you always say, hey, what's up, you guys? <laughs> That's always. That's like your thing. It is my thing. <laughs> Not anymore. But hey, what's up, you guys? <laughs> well, you have to think of one. You never do the intro. But like, I, I, I do my own intro, but it's just you. You're better at feigning excitement than me. You know, like, not that I'm feigning excitement. I'm very excited all the time, especially over this podcast. But uh, <laughs> no, um, no, I just, I find it hard to, it, we've talked about this before, Danny. I mean, I have this thing where, you know, when you're talking to like a child and you know what you're supposed to do with children is, you know, they tell you something really innocuous and you're meant to like pretend to be really enthusiastic about it. I cannot do that. I cannot do that. Like my niece, like when she was younger, she doesn't really do it now because she's like 12. But when she was like a child, she used to go, Connor, guess what? I, I saw a dog today. And, you know, a normal adult who's conditioned to deal with children, they go, did you? <gasps> Emma, what color dog was it? What was his name? And instead I used to be like, uh, that's cool, Emma. So did I. <laughs> you know, like it was a like it was a competition or something. So I find it very hard to do that. So Connor, you you are literally an actor. You literally make your living off of pretending pretending. Yeah, but never to be like a, an excited, enthusiastic person. I never play an excited person no. in a role ever. No, no, and if and if and if Jeffrey tells me to do something kind of excitedly, I'm like, I don't really think he would do it this way. <laughs> he's harboring a dark secret. <laughs> yeah, you gotta uh, on things. You know, you gotta you gotta blend with the character. You know, it's a every character is a, a cross between what's on the page and the actor's heart. Okay, anyway, how are you? I am really good, clearly. <laughs> I've also had like a glass or two of wine. <laughs> so. Oh, I'm on my second one now waiting for you. Because well, I was going to say, oh, okay, nice little dig there. <laughs> God, mm -hmm. You really are going to be a great Irish mammy one day, aren't you, Danny? <laughs> Two cats, yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. With a baby, no. <laughs> really got a field trip and those cats, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, always, always. It's because I'm so sure that Kubrick knows exactly what I'm saying that I just oh. always guilt trip him. Oh, he completely does. Like, we do know exactly what I'm saying. He just don't care. He just, yeah. He don't give a fuck at all about it. It's like, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, I am. Um, I'm actually in a great mood today. Um, just like, you know, stuff at work going well and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, kind of, kind of buzzing. And we had our kind of Christmas party that wasn't a Christmas party because, you know, COVID, thanks. Um, so it was kind of like a digital event, but I still kind of came away from it feeling all like, Jeez, the season isn't it? You know that kind of way. So, so I'm feeling a bit, a bit, you know, a bit, a bit yipped. Uh, Mary, how about you? How are you? 
really really good um work is going great the new job is is amazing um and because I worked in like a call center before this it's been really hard to kind of break the whole like everything is regimented you are coded to the second we are counting how long it takes you to have a shit like and it's like it's so free and great and it's just like hey look this is what you have to do today as long as you get this done I don't give a fuck where you yeah, are yeah like kind of thing like it's, it's, it's great a, that's like you know just what like my job is always like so I probably take it yeah. for granted like my worst fear is if my boss was able to see like my productivity hours because yeah. they would just see like some kind of random playing around and then like I still get everything done but it's usually like at the end of the day this like yeah. activation concentration laser beam <laughs> that, like certainly <laughs> everything gets done that needs to be done and done well but like I if know, you look at it's... my actions day to day it'd be like I'm dead <laughs> like what are you doing <laughs> like what Matt does he like because he's supposed to start at nine and he doesn't get out of bed till like 10 because he's on slack on his phone so he's like wow he looks I really online. hope his boss is not listening to me <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no like with with us I was even I told my boss I was like oh I've got some appointments coming up in like January and February it's all fucking tattoos and Botox dick appointments yo (laughs) and she was I was like oh I'm gonna probably need to like book a couple days off and she was just like oh no I don't want you using any of your leave for appointments like we'll work around that it's fine if you like you need to go somewhere and I was like well no I'm gonna be (laughs) getting like needled for eight hours in fucking like Bristol with actual needles though (laughs) Yeah, as opposed needles. to Matt's needle. Yeah, well, I wouldn't call it a needle. Well, I mean, like he, he probably takes steroids, Danny. I imagine so. You know, he does not. Well, I'm He's glad to... he is not on the gas. I'm glad to hear that, <laughs> but you know, he looks <laughs> like he does. So you know, all these, he all these have a big spotty back. Like all, 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 the, all, all these, professional rusher, uh, rushers, rushers. All, all, all professional rushers, professional rushers, all these professional rushers. All these professional rushers. <laughs> Do you need assistance? All, <laughs> Shall I call an adult? All of these professional wrestlers. There you uh, go. No one being named. They all look like they have tiny little dicks because of all the uh, steroids. Like, like all the women have like clip dicks. Like yeah, well, female wrestlers definitely do. Thank you, China. <laughs> Did you ever see that picture? Same. Did you ever see that picture, though? Yes, oh. I've seen the picture. Is she dead? Yes, <gasps> she is dead. You cannot speak ill of her. Well, first of all, I think speaking ill of the dead is totally fine. I think it's bullshit when people say that you can't. Um, it depends on the dead. No, I think in general. Like, I'm sorry. Like, the stuff you say literally hourly to me about Margaret Thatcher, unprovoked. <laughs> like, you do not get to throw you can't speak out of the dead, Connor. Because, you know what, Danny? I've received text that messages at, like, 4 a.m. 4 a.m. You literally just watched the latest season of The Crown. <laughs> and you're like, I tell you another thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I mean, there's... <laughs> There's Republican shakes head and there's Republican nods. <laughs> I consider them all that. <laughs> <laughs> I am a nationalist. Just, we'll put that out there. Um, maybe we'll take it back. But whatever. <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. Redacted, 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 redacted. What Jerry was Adams, redacted. Part of this week's podcast. Oh, that's <laughs> it. Where Matt said redacted over and over again. <laughs> in his stern welsh accent we'll get him to do it in like a proper like valley it's very funny though danny because i don't consider his accent welsh like i know that that is his accent but whenever i hear him i actually hear kind of 
like kind of what I consider like a Harrow boy accent. Like it's, I think he sounds quite posh. Like I think he sounds quite yeah. British compared to like I mean, there's... Welsh, which is like, you know, Gavin and Stacey, you know. Yeah. Stacey. When you like, think Welsh. Yeah, when when you think Welsh, you you like hear the Valleys accent, you know, like Valleys, like that's yeah, what everybody kind of hears. Yeah. yeah, but like when people who don't talk like that, mm. like you know, it is weird because when I first met him, I thought he was like English. Mm. Yeah, that's and, um, he sounds like all the posh English people I ever knew. Like that, that is what I because I remember even someone asked me, someone was like, "Where's Danny's um, fiance from?" and I was like. I think England, even though they live in <laughs> Wales, but like, like this is actually a revelation to me right now. Is that I'm finding out that Matt isn't English. I was like, yeah, yeah, I think he's English, but they just live in Wales. <laughs> no, he's he's from Wales, and then he lived in England for like ten years for like college and work. Mm. Um, and since he's because yeah. like, we met when he was still living in Bristol, and then since we've moved back to Wales, he's his accent is still like is like super strong Welsh now. I find anyway. No. Um, and like there's certain <laughs> <It's really> <laughs> there's not. certain things that I will say like I never used to pronounce my T's in the middle of words and now I always do and then it's a very dumb trait I think I know and then like, like Oshin has said to me that like I'm trying to be posh because I pronounce my T's and I'm like no it's just because if I say water nobody over here knows what the fuck I'm saying so rather than repeat myself you know, I'd be like water <laughs> my ex-boyfriend actually used to make fun of me because now it's not every word but depending on the word when I come across a double consonant I tend to over pronounce it and uh, a boyfriend of mine used to make fun of me because he used to say that I sounded like Moira in Schitt's Creek um, <laughs> which, which is I love her but like it wasn't intentional but you know I would say things like oh um uh, is that cotton you know or like <laughs> oh yes when I was in Manhattan like and it was just this over pronunciation and I used to like I, I still do it obviously with certain words but I think he made me very conscious of it but he was a weird one as well speaking of weird boyfriends and their weird accents like he was from court just call Matt weird yeah obviously he like lived in the basement of professional wrestling and editing your podcast i mean like <laughs> give that man a medal you know? it's helpful but um yeah like my my ex is from cork and you know like cork you think like i'll be so hot you know like, like, I'll you think yeah i cork my sure how you know this kind of thing and he he was like from a and forgive me for this, Danny, who's from a Protestant family. Um, and he, and look, I know, I know, but like, you know, his, it, I was going to marry him for the surname. It was fabulously Huguenot French royalty. And um, so he'd gone to some like really posh, like boarding school in Cork. And like his accent was like, like I consider my Dublin, I consider my Dublin accent to be quite neutral, but I get told like by people who are like inner city Dublin, they're always like, oh fucking posh you are you know that kind of way and um but his accent was like ridiculous and it was like he was from cork like it was like you have no reason to sound like you like lord of the manor <laughs> yeah like okay but it wasn't yeah. that like ridiculous like it wasn't in, <laughs> it wasn't inbred royal like but, but it was just like and you're from cork and he'd be like yes <laughs> it was like what <laughs> like it just, yeah, how you know, does that happen i know yeah uh, boarding schools though they'll they'll beat that accent into you you know Ugh. um anyway yeah. so this this week you guys <gasps> this 
this fucked me up uh, this week's topic uh, so i had no idea what this was i've never heard of it um and connor's friend uh i forget his name who was it uh jason 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 so connor's been my best friend since i was 12 years old and is a huge fervent supporter of the podcast which actually means a lot because he hates everything <laughs> and he is <laughs> by the way he especially hates the things i do so if he likes the podcast we know it's 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 doing well enough because he would not support me if he didn't really really like yeah. it on his own merits so. he was like i want to make a suggestion mm. um so this is this blew my mind so i hadn't i hadn't heard of this before so i went down this weird fucking rabbit hole like i was literally just matt will tell you i was sat up in the office just yelling to myself like what the fuck and I was going more it's, so than usual. <laughs> more so than usual, yeah. Stupid, um, Danny, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're monitoring my calls. They know how long I've been on the call. <laughs> but they did. Um, but like this this I oh, right, I'm gonna I'm, I'm excited gonna... here because I know I know literally nothing about it because as is as you've probably worked out now, the accidental format that we've never discussed as being the format <laughs> of the podcast yeah. is Danny does all the research. I show up and just knocked over a broom. Um, but I show up and, you know, just comment on the things that Danny has learned. <laughs> yeah, if, if you like, listen, 98% of this podcast is my research. Um and then Connor's like, oh, I feel guilty that you're always doing it. I'm like, no, you fucking don't. Uh, but I enjoy it. So it's it's a win-win. Well, you know, um, ambition is 99% perspiration or something. I don't know. It's from an episode of Sabrina with RuPaul in it. So I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, you do the work and I take the glory. Yeah, fair. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I'm, I'm normally really, really good at this researching and like being able to put things together in a way that I mean even I can fucking understand <laughs> but like I've written everything and I'm looking back on it and I'm like everything is such a jumble I'm gonna mention a lot of names um and it, it's just it just it's wild and it just gets weirder and weirder so it's gonna be a long one because Connor doesn't know anything about this mm-hmm. so expect so... many a tangent yeah <laughs> so I'm just gonna Danny, jump just in. can we before we jump in can you just clarify is there any aspect of this story that involves butter <laughs> I mean it's set on a farm and a cow breaks loose okay well, first of all oh my god <laughs> spoiler alert but secondly love that and thirdly <laughs> so there, there there has anyone used a butter churn in this story not that I have found, but again, I don't speak German, so I may have missed that in the files I was going through. Okay, well, just what I, as you tell the story, I am going to imagine that the characters really love butter churning. This is just, to be honest, like you know, the last episode just before we jump in, the last episode was a bit of a like I don't know what happened. We both kind of lost our minds halfway through. Oh, we were mental. Think, we weren't even drunk. I think that what was actually no, not completely sober. But I think what was actually happening was I have always found the concept of butter churning so hilarious. Can like, we I, not do I, this I, right I now? I'm thinking of the synopsis. Like we're back to butter <laughs> churning. No, but I think what happened was I've always found the concept so hilarious. So then, once my mind made the connection with the last story, I just like found it so funny that i couldn't stop connecting to her to make myself laugh and but i will i will avoid 
any remote topic of butter or churning of any kind. Uh, I really wanted one of those clicker things to like count how many times you actually said the word butter in the last episode. I it was thought, a lot. I thought you were going to say you wanted the thing clicker things that like electrocuted me. <laughs> Shock <laughs> collar. Anytime you think about butter. <laughs> um, no, but actually that's a fun exercise if we have any hardcore fans out there who who can do want to shock me who want to show well some of you anytime um but if we do have anyone you should go back and listen to the last episode particularly if this is the first episode that you've stumbled across accidentally on your apple podcast recommendations and somehow you're still with us 15 minutes in then you you should go back you should definitely listen to the last episode um, which is where is my emotional support butter is the title uh and you should count how many times i bring up butter completely unnecessarily and completely without any kind of merit to it and how many times I say stop yeah, oh my god like I honestly like for a few days afterwards thought you were so much of me like no I was just laughing I, 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 was, no, like, I, I couldn't focus I was like I listened back to it and I was like I think daddy might hate me <laughs> <laughs> you know that's probably the millennial anxiety you know the kind of way no, where it's suddenly have those moments where you're like I'm unlovable and everyone hates me. Of course they hate me. I kind of had that over the weekend. Um, but no. So I, Sophie I did say to me though at the the intro and you were like, oh, how are you? And I was like, oh, it's good. It's my first week in the new job. And then you just took it and sang. And then you're like, actually, Danny, remember that? And just like went off for like 10 minutes. And Sophie's like, that's it. That's all you get. It's I, your I, first day in the new job. I, 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 well, for two things, actually, this is... This is... <laughs> Okay, we need to address some serious topics that have arisen since the last episode, and we're doing it live on air. Um, No, first of all, I know that I can be like that, uh, even in my real life. So I can only imagine on the podcast, it seems much worse. (laughs) But over the weekend, I think, yeah, it was after re-listening to the last episode, I realized that you had been like, oh, I started my new job, and instead I didn't ask, like, how it was going or like and then I thought I was like well I like and totally went off on one and then I think randomly on Instagram over the weekend when I thought you imagining me I was like how's the new job going you did I was like I why are you asking no, it was because I had this moment where I was like oh I did it again I'm so self-absorbed <laughs> waiting on my turn to talk um, i'm sorry that's that's what all great friendships are so don't it's worry a, about it i think it's a toxic friendship but you know what that's perfect for this well, podcast so, the final that, episode will be an analysis of me and, God, me and danny's friendship yeah <laughs> saying that you did call me and yell at me while drunk to get my roots done Okay, that's not what happened. First of all, you called me, okay? Okay, well, you still yelled you, at me. You, you, you called me and I was really drunk. And I was just playfully bantering with you. And all of your friends were like, oh my God, Connor, stop. Okay, that, leave her alone. All of my friends. It was my housemate and the guy is fucking. Okay, let's not go crazy that it was like I bullied you in front of all of my friends. <laughs> bullied me in front of your housemate and the guy he's yeah, but who cares what they have to say? Uh, <laughs> also, they right. supported you in this. They were like, why are you being so mean? And I was like, this is how we are. We're friends. She knows I love her. <laughs> yeah, and then I fell asleep in my glass of milk an hour later. <laughs> right. I'm going to get into the story because it is a fucking doozy. Oh, and yeah. it's going to take us all night. So, uh, this is about the Hinterkaifeck murders. Catchy. Which 
yeah no i definitely did have to like use google to see so, how you to say it again hinterkaifeck 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 okay hinterkaifeck so, i'm just trying to just stick minute to memory shelly <laughs> yeah um, exactly <laughs> but it actually does work like that's the thing yeah I, know. So I actually do do it but usually just quietly to myself uh, or afterwards as opposed to like <laughs> like i do it in a bathroom somewhere i don't say it to them <laughs> but it actually does work <laughs> yeah good so you never do that in front of anyone no um, no right so <clears throat> March 30th, 1922, in a rural area north of Munich in Germany, uh, some weird shit went down at Hinterkaifeck. Hinterkaifeck. That's, that, that, that's the name of the place, not the family. No, no, no. The family is called the Grubers. <laughs> Gruber. Okay, cool. Like Hans Gruber. Um, so yeah, um, weird shit went down at the Hinterkaifeck farm. Uh, so Andreas Gruber. Gruber? <laughs> Goofy Gruber. Uh Andreas Gruber, so the man of the house, mm-hmm. he discovered footprints in the snow leading out of the forest on the edge of his land. Uh, these footsteps led from the forest to the home, but no footsteps like led back away, mm-hmm. which was like already a bit. Um, he also found that a shed on the property had had its lock broken uh, and it appeared to have been like gone through and what he figured was like an attempted burglary, but like nothing was taken. So, mm-hmm. I, you know. Uh, in addition to this, then, um, the key to the home had gone missing. So I guess like they like kept it somewhere. I don't know. Um, and he came across a newspaper on his property that couldn't have possibly belonged to the family because they were like, I don't read the star. OK, um, here, like, I don't think that's a clue. Like, I mean, everyone has like that one family member and if you don't have it it's you who reads like a really trashy like take a break or something you know the kind of way and you're really ashamed of it so like, my mom yeah, yeah. Well, my mom reads take a break and like my mom like that's she, life she's not the kind of person that you imagine would read a take a break but like she absolutely eats shit up of I don't know, poor people oh. selling tragic things that happened to them for a hundred euro for public shame. Like for but like yeah, like she loves that. I think she loves the trashiness of it all, like secretly. Yeah. But she would also never admit to anyone outside the household. So I can just imagine, you know, I don't think that's the clue. I think maybe, you know, the wife was reading Take a Break and she was just well, like, Oh, I don't read that. <laughs> you know, it must be a mystery man. <laughs> This is just weird shit that happened that he told his neighbours anyway. So he's a bit like weirded out by it. Um, And also um, (laughs) one of the cows had gotten loose um, and was running around the property. But there was no way apparently that the cow could have gotten loose on its own. It looked like he was like purposely let out. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there was... She, she, Danny, cows are female. (laughs) Well, it depends if it was like a meat cow or a milk cow. No, they're all female. Bulls okay. are male cows. All right. Well, then it was it was a lady cow. It did, yeah. So, <laughs> unless they had a fucking bull, well, they would have at least so, had one. Milady gets out and she's running around. Mary. Um, her name is Mary. <laughs> Mary the cow. You call her by her name. <laughs> so, um, Andreas then. <laughs> Andreas had also been hearing footsteps in the attic. Um, exactly. but whenever <laughs> dude, I know that one is like whatever the other stuff is like you know this isn't going to be good dude <laughs> like... yeah 
so he he'd heard the footsteps in the attic and whenever he went up to like investigate he wouldn't find anything um so doll <laughs> we will get to that that's that there's a doll oh my there. god <laughs> like, there's I... no doll but oh, no okay. we'll, we'll get to the haunting thing oh. so the next night then on march 31st the murders took place um there were the very next day people. after the footprints and stuff yeah okay um so there were six people in the home on this night so is andreas and his wife Cazelia, mm-hmm. um as well as their daughter victoria gabriel and her two children uh Cazelia and joseph gabriel so oh. a bit confusing there's two Cazelias. okay so andres and Cazelia, generation one yeah victoria gabriel generation two how old was victoria gabriel I don't know. I didn't research. No, because no. Well, you did research, but you just didn't. Well, yeah. She had she had two kids, so I guess like. What's that thing that you always say that you're like little was known? <laughs> oh yeah, it's not much was known about. <laughs> I didn't read into that. No, I just wondered I if it was like a thing that she was like a teen with like children, or if she was like you know an adult grown woman. I mean, it was 1922, so she was probably pretty young. They but usually where were. Where was the, her husband? So he had died in World War One in the convenient, trenches. Convenient, yeah. I'll get back to that. It's all just death to have just to run off with his gay lover. No, I can never <laughs> let you talk. That's not why the people listen. They can Google this if they want. They want their input. <laughs> they listen for the interruption. <laughs> oh, like I hope so because I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> and this is how I am with like my friends in real life. This isn't just yeah. for comedic purposes on the podcast. It's like if I meet a friend for coffee, I'm like, <laughs> let me tell you what time. <laughs> he died in world war one yeah so died um, in world war one ran off with a gay lover okay so the sixth person in the home that night um she was their new maid uh maria (laughs) baumgartner i think is how you say that um and she'd only arrived on the farmstead to begin her new job that same day no maria Maria. I know. I feel so bad for her. And this this is the only person that I feel. And I also hate that the story isn't framed around her and from her perspective. I hate it's that that it's like focused on this rich family, and it's not on like the poor, unfortunate maid who like was probably delighted to get that job and then was murdered that day. It's like last week, though, when you know the housekeeper that was present for the exorcism and nobody mentioned until the end, and she's like, "I was there." Like, can't get good help these days i'll tell you they'll tell all yeah take a break take a break um so yeah anyway andreas and Cazelia. so i'm gonna call the grandmother Cazelia. i'm gonna call the baby kaz she's not a baby she's like a, like a kid um so andreas and Cazelia gruber along with victoria and Cazelia gabriel were mar- like murdered in the barn okay. um on the hinterkaifig park I cannot talk property. Um, so after these family members had been murdered, the killer moved into the house and proceeded to kill Joseph and Maria the maid. So autopsies later revealed that all of the victims had been struck in the head multiple times by some heavy object other than Joseph. Um, he was killed with one strong blow to the head. He was only three. Oh, um, yeah, it's really sad. Yeah. Um, so in addition to this, then Kaz the little girl her jaw had been shattered from oh, the blows and that, she was this bleeding. is horrible i know right you, you fucking blame your friend blame your friend um, 
<laughs> so yeah, so she her jaw been shattered from blows and she was believed to have lived for several hours after wow. the attack as she had at some point pulled clumps of her own hair out of her scalp which were found still why, why in her did you do that i guess it's just the pain like do you mean you that's don't not know gonna make it less that's not gonna help like, <laughs> like i don't know maybe it's just like I mean, if pain, i pull my I hair out do more pain like i don't know it's like you know if you cause pain in another area then you can't feel the area that it's actually in yeah but then you're feeling other like yeah but i'd rather feel my hair getting pulled because that gets me off than my fucking shattered drawer drawer ripping it out of your scalp jaw well she did what she did she's dead now anyway so you can't ask her um (laughs) so the bodies dies with cars exactly so the bodies then weren't discovered for another four days after the murder um the family this is another funny throwback to last week but they'd missed church and uh the young cas she missed school so multiple people had stopped by the home to call on the family uh, and they were unable to get anyone to answer the door those, uh, those catholics they're, they're really like if they think you've turned their back on the church at all they'll hang you <laughs> they'll, they'll bold of you them. to assume they were okay catholic? christians in general i mean it's literally mm. the same religion like let's get real <laughs> like, <laughs> christians like they will if they think you've turned, turned your back on the church at all they will hound you like my mom stopped going to church in the like early 90s after like a tragic event and the priest like turned up to her house and she oh, was they like do, yeah. go away they do. <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't stuff. know you you're not my friend you're not marion you know? <laughs> um but yeah again bold of you to assume they're christian yeah but they were definitely they weren't christian mm, bold of you to assume but like anyway <laughs> they were jewish would you listen to but, well, i'm thinking germany in the 20s i mean like there was limited i mean they I weren't muslim like come on like well that didn't pop off until like the 40s so just okay anyway um so bodies weren't discovered in the four days loads of neighbors called up to be like what's going on no one answered uh some of the neighbors did see smoke coming up from their chimney um and some of the people who stopped by said it appeared that they could see through the windows that someone had actually been in the home recently uh. and had like eaten food yeah so it's it's already weird. So on April the fourth, totally um, weird. You mean the murders, <laughs> like after the murders? Yeah, like, yeah it's like, pretty weird. All right, pretty unusual, pretty out of the ordinary. No, I just mean that like people have been like, oh, like it looks like someone was recently. They there. weren't <laughs> dead yesterday. <laughs> weird. Um. So April fourth, uh, a repairman had shown up at the home to repair something on the property obviously mm, um the gate that the cow got out <laughs> probably <laughs> the, the, the mastermind cow managed to undo mary! Right? <laughs> um... meet mary the genius cow <laughs> no gate can hold her <laughs> um so yeah so the repair guy he knocks on the doors and windows for ages but obviously nobody would answer um he not. then tried to like open the front and back doors so they were both locked, but he could hear the dog barking from inside the house. Uh, so after a while, he's just like, oh, you know what? Like, fuck this. I'm, I'm just going to go repair it. It was on the property. He didn't need access to the house anyway. Mm-hmm. He was just like, right, I'll, I'll just fucking fix it. So on his way out then, after completing the job, he realized that the barn door was wide open. And now the dog that he'd heard inside was tied up outside the back door. 
So he checked the back door again, but it was still locked. Um, so he went over, he knocked on the neighbor's house and he was like, oh, I wasn't able to, to get in and tell them that I've been, but the, the job's done. Can you let them know? And they were like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, so at this point then they're like, oh, it's, it's weird that they're still not home. So they went over to investigate what had been going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they entered the barn and they found the first four bodies stacked on top of each other. Uh, from there they went inside the home and discovered the last two bodies so the maid and uh, Joseph so, so they, the bodies they didn't even move all the bodies in like together they were like just left in the house like the two separate ones yeah there was two because I think the maid and the little boy were yeah. murdered in the house yeah, and then the other brought four. them out to the or she would have brought them out to the barn with the rest like why would you anyway go on yeah <laughs> I'll get to that as well. Um, so yeah, um, from here then, they all went inside. They discovered the other two bodies. The police were called. Um, but at this point, like so many people have been on the property between the murder and the time of discovery. Um, and while one neighbor like did wait at home for the police to arrive, uh, it's reported that he may have disturbed the scene by eating food from oh, the family's kitchen. sake. Like, how could you fucking eat and oh, just find, like, six bodies and be like, I think I'll make a sandwich. But also, like, but also, it was the 1920s, so, like, the forensics were not great anyway. Do you know, the kind of way all they had was, like, really good, like, swing music was basically, like, the forensic team was basically a bunch of flapper dancers. So, like, <laughs> they were, they were fla- a, bunch of, a, a group of flapper dancers charlestoning around the place would be better at solving a crime than any police force in the 20s like it was you know kind of shit but yeah that's also like don't make a fucking sandwich in the house people have been murdered yeah Sorry. i mean i just don't make understand. yourself like, at home yeah, like, oh, i'll just wait here and make a sandwich it's is fine. that camembert with cranberry <laughs> mm, oh, don't mind if i do <laughs> what's your favorite cheese um I do love brie, like I love brie, uh, and I I really like not not actually camembert, but I do like Wensleydale with cranberry, um, is really good and like yeah, I'd I'd say it's toss up between those. Maybe brie, I love brie. What about you? I love camembert. Yeah, Sophie's I think coming over to. Oh, I love it. Sophie's coming over to mine on Boxing Day. I have to say over here, apparently, it's St. Stephen's Day. I doubt um, you for saying Boxing Day. <laughs> but yeah, she's it's coming over on Boxing Day because I punch you in the face for calling it Boxing Day. <laughs> Please do. Um, and we're going to get like loads of fancy cheeses. And I'm going to buy us a bottle of like really expensive Lunar Hendrix gin and like roku like japanese gin and we're just gonna be really fancy i love it because because you're straight i love that for you this is a special occasion when this is what me and my friend do every thursday <laughs> yeah like normally it's like a big jerky cheese. burger and like no, no, 20 quid gin. We, at least once a week we uh get together and we put together whoever's hosting it we put together like a fancy cheese and charcuterie and hummus oh, and that. crackers and like pestos and little things and then like loads of gorgeous wine and we do that like every thursday without fail and like so that's it's like you was like oh a special occasion it's like it's just my thursday straight people telling you it's gay cultural appropriation what you're doing i want to be invited to your gay cheese night then be gay 
Like, I'm a little. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> you've never actually told me that, but I just always, like, assumed. <laughs> no, there's, there's a name on it. It's, um... Trisexual. Oh, it... <laughs> no, it's, it's like, heterorome. I don't know. Like, You'd only have, like, a, a relationship with a boy, but you would be yes. sexually attracted. Yeah, heteroromantic. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Bisexual. So, like, I can't Bisexual, ever... heteroromantic, yeah. I can't ever imagine even going on a date with a girl, but I'll like hook up with a girl. To be perfectly honest, I'm probably the opposite way in that I'm probably bi-romantic in that like I'd actually prefer to be in a relationship with a girl than a guy because guys are the worst and girls are great. <laughs> like girls are like fantastic, <laughs> you know, to yeah, be around. Cool. Whereas guys like they're, I don't know, they're always just like cheating on you or fucking you over or being dickheads or something. Like whereas girls like, like straight guys have it so easy dating girls because like that girl will just be like all about them and like make their whole world about them and like that's what i want so that's not always a good thing though some girls are fucking batshit that's true but also i i'm always very careful about this crazy girl trope kind of thing like i think that's used like i think a lot of the time if a girl is acting crazy it's because the guy is like absolutely gaslighting her to shit so of course she's oh, crazy because she's literally going insane <laughs> because yeah. of all the bullshit that she's putting up with so i'm always very careful now, bear in mind of course there will be some girls who are crazy but there's also a lot of really crazy guys out there and particularly crazy gay guys so i'm almost careful with that like i agree obviously some people are but i think that I'm always very careful that when people are like, oh, she's a crazy girl. I'm always like, is she crazy or are you abusive? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, that's what I always Because if so, then she probably is crazy from your abuse, you know? Yeah, it's like when you get with someone and they're like, oh, my ex is crazy. It's like, mm, oh, no, that's no, a no. red flag right that there. That says so much about you as opposed to yeah. me. <laughs> exactly. She is so damaged by what you did to her that she's like literally crazy oh fully like I went out with this guy it was like my like the boyfriend I had before I met Matt and he like told me all this like mental shit about his ex now granted his ex was harassing me on social media um but then like I found out after that like he just fucking lied about everything and I was just she was actually like a really cool girl Uh, they (laughs) usually are though like they're yeah in fairness you know it's crazy and then like he was like awful as well because I was apparently they'd argue all the time but you know me I I don't argue I just I can't be bothered if I do feel like arguing I'll just leave the room and I'm so like chill and laid back and like he used to like freak at me for not arguing with him so I'm like you're the crazy one you're arguing with me about the fact that I don't argue like what's going I think that my biggest dream, but also my biggest nightmare, right, is to be invisible in a room filled with, like, all of my exes and every man I ever had sex with, and that they all know that that's why they're in the room, and for me to be able to hear everything they're saying. Oh, like, that gives I would, me anxiety. No, but the thing is, I would, I, would, I would love it, but I'd also, like, it would also be horrible. But, like, I'd also love to hear like what they had to say and how much of it was true and how much of it wasn't and then how much they all played up to each other and all their different opinions of me because I I firmly believe that like I don't think any guy I've ever been with either just as a one-night stand or as a relationship has ever gotten like the same Connor like I think I've 
always been slightly different not not being someone else or being fake or anything i think i just have like so many different facets and different people are brought out different ways so I'd, yeah. I'd love to know how each different one of them had experienced a different me and whether it was good or bad or you know but i think it was like if it was bad you probably brought that out of me do you know the kind of way yeah exactly anyway like, back uh, to the story <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i was like that has nothing to do with cheese <laughs> To answer your question, Brie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the murders. Um, oh yeah, those. <laughs> they, oh yeah. Uh, so they shook the neighboring communities, um, but yeah. no one was ever charged with the crime. Uh, so to this day, they still remain unsolved, which we've got, we've I can't finish, deal with. Finish I can't. police situation again. Honor, was it a member? Was it a member of the the Finnish police that made the sandwich on the crime scene <laughs> and ate some of the evidence? Right, I'm I'm rubbing my fucking temples right now because I can't do podcasts on anything unsolved. I'm sorry. I just need closure. Oh, I love it. No, I love. No, I this, love thinking what might have been. Fucking with what me. Um. So. The way we were. No one was ever charged. Uh, to this day, murders still unsolved. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the buildings and the property were demolished a year later that the murder weapon was even discovered. <gasps> what was it? Um, it was a mattock, a tool which oh. Andreas had made himself. <laughs> I. <laughs> and yeah. did he name it that? Because like it didn't catch on no, at I, all. I think mattocks are a thing. We'll put a picture of a mattock up so if we figure out what it is. Invented a mattock. I don't know if he invented it because we wouldn't have known the name. But did he name it? I don't think so. so it's just a map. Tell what... the neighbors. Oh, Google what a map talk is, please. How how are we spelling that, Donny? Like M A T O C K, which is probably wrong. Oh, nice double consonant there. Matok. Matok. Well, why don't we get a matok? A lot of this was in German, so. Yeah. So, oh, matoks and picks. So, I just thought. Yeah, like an I axe. Just, I just thought that thing. was a hammer. <laughs> no, like whatever, like a an sharp, axe pick a pointy thing. hammer. Yeah. Um. So it had been hidden on the property and only unearthed by the demolition of the buildings. Um. It was covered in dried blood and found with it was like a rusty pocket knife. Okay. Which is it's it's weird. Um. It's weird. So, I mean, like, yeah. Obviously, there was a murder here. There's obviously going to be a weapon covered in blood. Do you know? Yeah, but it's like. It's weird because it's like, why was it with a pocket knife? Like, why did you, did you kill an entire family with just a mattock and a pocket knife? Maybe he just always carried a pocket knife just in case he needed to get out of a sticky situation. So the pocket knife, ding, 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 was military. (gasps) Right? So why were they targeted? So some people have claimed that differences in religious beliefs made the family unpopular and that this could have led to the attack. I have no fucking idea what religion they were, but they weren't Christian. Oh, you don't know. They were probably Jews. Did you literally, how could you not go- goo? How could you not Google? What's the I couldn't find name? it. I'm not German. <laughs> what is the family's name? Uh, Gruber. Oh, yeah. So if you search Andreas Gruber. So while you're doing that, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. So the there's also a possibility then that the family was targeted 
All right, no, I'm gonna have to wait because this one fucking Andreas shook me. Andreas Gruber is an Austrian screenwriter and director of both television and film. That is not him. <laughs> oh my god, the picture of this guy is hilarious. <laughs> he looks like Lord Farquhar from Shrek. Oh, god. oh my god, hilarious. Um, there is also a footballer called Andreas Gruber. This is a very common name. Yeah. Uh, Let me know when you're done because you have to come down. You have to do this journey with me because it's a lot. Okay, hold on one second. Oh, Jesus. It sounds like we're about to do some ketamine. Um, <laughs> no. Okay, you know, I'm just going to. Oh. Yeah, no, it just says they were a, a different religion, but it doesn't actually say what it was, apparently. Yeah. Okay. See? Okay, okay, fine. I just wanted to <laughs> cast doubt upon your researching abilities because as someone with an actual like degree in, in research, I was like, oh, I got that in five minutes. Anyway, go on. One of these days, Connor Malloy, I am going to just let you research an entire episode and I won't lift a finger and then we'll see how good it is. And that'll be when we'll all realise that the previous season episode, finale. The previous episode had been the last episode of the season <laughs> <laughs> um but yes so another uh another theory this uh this fucks me up here um was it could have been the controversial relations between andreas and his daughter Ah! victoria so this this is wild as well right so two of them both of them no no listen to this both of them were sentenced to jail terms for incestuous relations. What? So she got sent to jail too. So he got a year and wait, she wait, got wait. a month. They had been in jail and then were released. Yeah, yeah. The, the, this oh. was like 1915. So this was like the seven years later. of the grandchildren. This is where I'm going. Ah. So the sentence then that was handed down for relations that apparently occurred between the years of 1907 and 1910 uh, though Victoria she'd supposedly mentioned to her neighbour in 1903 like way back then that her father had been molesting her so obviously good job she fucking neighbour don't yeah, say anything to anyone about that casually mentioned it like the way yeah, that's like, written oh, yeah, is my like, dad fingers me like, your like, dad yeah. <laughs> I guess it's probably normal so the maid, um, the previous maid, she'd been with the family uh, until about six months prior to the murder. Mm. Her name was Kurtzen Riger. Love, um, love that. Okay. I know. So she told investigators that she'd walked in on the two of them during intercourse in the barn once. Not intercourse if it's rape and molestation, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> but no, she'd overheard conversations between the two on multiple occasions discussing their relationship. So it was like an active thing. Like they were both fucking each other. Yeah, but she'd obviously been groomed from childhood. So well, of course, but like, same I mean, like, I don't think, I think that's an equal participant in it. Like, <laughs> no, I know. But I think that's why she got the jail time because they were like, well, you know, you like fucking your dad. So I can't believe like in 1920, like with the way the things were, that they didn't jail her for like a hundred years and or burn her at the stake and just let the man go free. Cause they're like, they loved it. <laughs> to be like, yeah. well, it's your fault for being so sexy. <laughs> like, <100 laughs> My years sexy, sexy daughter. <laughs> I don't really like, that's what it used to be like. Yeah. Like, well, she only got, fact, she only got a month. Still arguably kind of like that now, just in a less extreme like, way. Unless, like, unless, she only got a month because they were looking at it like, okay, well, you've clearly been abused. 
but also you're dying for the ride with him so Ugh. probably should lock you up for a little bit do you know what this I mean like it could... to, I'm never gonna look at like dad son role play porn the same way ever again is that a thing like biological oh my dad God. You, no not biological dad obviously like I know, you know stepdad like, yeah okay well like yeah. that's basically what you hope you're looking at do you know the kind of way like the actors are never actually related anyway it's like just it's, I know it's that like, yeah but no it's never like real like, dad I've got yeah. a casting call for a guy who sucks his dad's dick will you come with me like <laughs> <laughs> anyway <clears throat> yeah mm. please so, move on from that <laughs> yeah let's incest is bad kids unless uh, don't fuck your parents fake, unless it's fake incest on a porn website fake incest and even then it's only step oh yeah yeah you hesitated I'm like it depends <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw this really weird porn once and it was like this woman could like she was rubbing her like actual biological daughter like not yeah. Her, like yeah she was rubbing her belly because she had period cramps and, and then they had sex and then the girl was on her period and then she's like oh your mom's oh, little my- girl and then i was like this oh was my god that's vile the weirdest straight po- people need to be stopped no like- gay people are worse but um the weirdest porn i ever saw was I remember being like, why is it called that? That's what made me click on it was it was on like Pornhub or one of those. And the title was like a happy gnome or something. And I was like, <laughs> all right. And so I clicked into it just to be like, why is it called that? And it was just like this really vintage, like 70s, 80s porno, right? And it was a straight porn. So it wasn't a gay porn because sometimes I watch straight porn just for like kicks. And... um <laughs> Uh, it was a straight porn and like we we're talking full porn tashes and like the girl had like this mad oh, backhomed like gladiator hair and <laughs> I was like backhomed bush I was no, like no, yeah. well, <laughs> yes that as well actually but which I want to do sometime when I grow it out <laughs> oh yeah but um and so I was like I don't understand what why is this called like the happy gnome or whatever it's called and so then they were like this man and woman are like going on it and then from the like like, I, like it was so unexpected. Um, it, like it had no, like it didn't fit the tone of it at all. There was like full on like playing, and then like about, about yeah, and about like six minutes <laughs> in of the Baker Street sex, um, this little like, what do you call them these days? Dwarfs, little people, whatever, whatever. This little. <laughs> Like, someone with dwarves yeah i don't want to say midget because i know that that's yeah, a kind of like derogatory no it's like it's a horrible word but like i can't think of anything else how to describe what did you say a person with dwarfism yeah well that's obviously who the actor was but he was playing the role of like a gnome or some kind of elf like santa's <laughs> elf and he just appeared from behind the bed looking at them and looked into the camera and giggled and then like went back down what? and then like i kept watching and like 45 seconds later he popped up in another part of the bed and looked well, just looking at them turned to the camera and did like a with like his hand in his mouth and then like went back down and just repeated that over and over now i have to admit i know all of this because i was totally engrossed in like what was happening but <laughs> i wouldn't be there. but i was not aroused at all like and it just it didn't fit the tone of it or anything i was like why have they done this like what is going on um yeah that's yeah sorry for no, the that's... tangent i was just like 
I just I just remembered that. I'm not sure if I've ever told that to anyone before. So I feel very like it's very cathartic for me. <laughs> well, I'm oh, glad you got oh, I, feel, I feel ten pounds lighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe we should do like an our next episode of like disturbing <laughs> porn. porn. Yeah. Oh look, the porn world, Danny, is so seedy. I'd actually be afraid of what we'd find. I, I would, have because done... you know there is definitely like snuff films and you oh, know yeah, that there's please. definitely stuff going on like that you don't know about with big porn stars like raping each other and murdering each other and like you know like this, it's it's a weird industry like it is or, it really like, is. And everyone's going mad over you know sex workers kind of being more acceptable now and like people starting only fans but like these people are at least like they're like they're not in like they're they're sex workers but they're not in an industry that's that's exploitative and does stuff like that you know so i'm like more power to you because you're in control of what you do and the art art that you make like the porn that you make whatever content you make that's yours and like no one can coerce you into stuff whereas the old porn industry that like we grew up on is so fucked like it's so oh yeah it's it's just not there anymore it's a completely different breed now like i've done makeup on a couple of porn sets and like it's so much fun and like everybody seems to be having like the best time just having a laugh but I think that's probably really rare mm. like you know I think it is probably like high pressure like do you know what I mean oh, a lot so of horror stories weird stuff going on with like money and like, yeah like like I, I know that in the gay porn industry there's like major issues with like a lot of gay porn shoots they like totally lacquer like the not the stars because obviously they get like a few stars but then like they get like newbies in and to just be in that one and they like completely basically like drug them out of it and, yeah you get a load of straight men as well they're like gonna regret for the rest of their lives because they wouldn't have done if they weren't drugged out of it do you know the kind of way like it's, it's yeah strange. anyway yeah anyway yeah. next that's for next week yeah. that would be fun to do um not fun you know what i mean yeah like, um, it's fun in our creepy fun way yeah um so <clears throat> so yeah so basically uh she caught them shagging blah 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 whatever um and some people also theorize that someone related to the family could have committed the crimes in a bid to inherit the farm for themselves oh like you gotta love a good farm inheritance subplot to a murder I know, don't right? you? it's so dynasty yeah, i love a farm love no i um, hate a farm but i love seeing people fighting over farmland and ending <laughs> in murder <laughs> like, not in real life yeah, in my in my fiction that i consume yeah. <laughs> so um unfortunately then the police they didn't really uncover much. I think it was the same police who actually investigated Lake Bowden murders. No. Well-meaning, yeah, bumbling yeah. idiots. Mm-hmm. Um, so as I've already mentioned, then they didn't know like what the word like they didn't know that the murder weapon had been until like a year after the murders oh, occurred. For fuck's sake. Okay. I know. Um, so what they were able to find during the initial investigation, however, uh, was evidence that the killer had likely been hiding on the property in the home. <sighs> for the few days prior to the murder and had stayed on the property until april the 4th and was actually fucking feeding the animals like living he was just like living in the house like living in the house he was feeding the dogs and everything fair enough i can be like okay obviously it's super creepy him living in the house before the murder because that's a horrifying prospect that you live in the attic like and the person had lived in the house like before they murdered you but then like yeah to stay living in the house and to be feeding the animals like it's like mm-hmm. this is like dr doolittle character like what yeah. <laughs> like, 
it's it's just it gets weirder as well. So in the attic, then, the, the way that they the heard pigs. the footsteps. <laughs> so in the attic, what if got rid of the bodies? Pigs will eat anything. Yeah. I know they will. Yeah, they eat bone and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in the attic, then there were human feces, uh, and like loads of like leftover food. So this led police to believe that along with Andreas's claims prior to the murder uh-huh. uh, that the killer had hidden in the attic at some point. You know, he said he, he heard the footsteps and stuff. So okay. police were able to rule out robbery as the motive for the murders because apparently there was like a large amount of money that had been very, very easy for the police to come across uh, and that was all still there. So, <laughs> so That's why they found it because if it had been remotely hidden even behind an old painting, they never would have found it because they were fucking useless. <laughs> apparently so. <laughs> you were um, bag with money written on it they wouldn't have it. um so yeah they also determined then uh also based on andreas's claim that a cow had been let loose the night before this is a fucking cow like (laughs) to come back to fucking bite everyone in the ass here we are the family members they may have been lured out to the barn one by the cow no suspecting (laughs) because the suspect apparently let like more livestock loose. Oh, so that. So I bet like they're gonna be like that fucking sheep again, and then just like gone out to the barn. You know that makes sense for a minute. No, that makes sense because for a minute I was like, I doubt the fucking three-year-old was gonna be like the cow didn't do it. But uh, but the three-year-old didn't leave the house, so that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, the three-year-old didn't leave the house and the maid. So um, you know, if I heard like a cow outside, I I wouldn't be going out to get it. I'd be like. Fuck you. <laughs> Whatever. He's fine. Yeah. She's fine. Sorry. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so on top of this, then the only other thing that they really discovered during the investigation was that all of the family's guns were apparently missing. So they had like <laughs> gun lockers and they were all gone. So the, like all the family's guns were on. So this um, bastard took off with all their guns when he left. Yeah. They he never found fucking, the guns. Fucking. Like. Terminatoring out of there like fucking you know dick van dyke and mary poppins but with guns instead of drums like right what? like you think someone would notice this like so this this is the thing right so it, it's actually really really difficult to come up with a possible like a, a suspect yeah. for this case because I've, I've been reading through this connor like help me god i'm gonna have an aneurysm trying to read this to you okay so i i've written this down as best as I can, uh, and I've I've tried to kind of make it make sense in my own brain. So if it doesn't make sense for you guys, I'm sorry. Um, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go on. So the case it was nearly tried in court on one occasion. There was two brothers, Adolf and Anton Gump. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> They'd been accused in their testimony. They said life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> I never thought I'd end up here. Oh god, I just kept on running. You just you really don't trust anyone called Adolf though, don't you? I like, love as soon as soon as you Do heard... they still name people Adolf? I guess it's no, before Adolf's they, time. I'd say they don't no, but it's just the thing that even then though, like when you said that name, I was like, Oh, he did it. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, like... he probably didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so like my... two Yeah. These two dudes then they were accused by their sister who made that accusation on her deathbed. 
So she was like, my brothers killed that family. So they were investigated for fucking years and nearly convicted until it was determined that a 20 year statute of limitations on murder uh-huh. prevented the brothers from being convicted. Uh, it was later learned then that the sister, which this is going to be me, I swear, <laughs> had often told far-fetched stories <laughs> and was often, and unfortunately for her brothers, known to be a lying oh my- Stop. <laughs> she, she was dying and she's like, they did it. It was them. I'm, it to, like, I'm not taking it to my grave. Oh they my did God, it. I love her. <laughs> yeah, so they were suspects for literal years because of her accusation. And they had absolutely no other evidence to go on that it was the Gun oh, Brothers. Do you know what? But, Fair play to her. Like, that is, yeah. I hope I can someday be as petty that, like, when yeah. I'm dying, I can just, like, if I have to leave this world, I'm taking you all down with me and just, like, make up awful shit about people. And they'll be like, so long, suckers. <laughs> so, like, Oh, and stink the, down. The dream that is. I bet they were bullied her as they were kids, and she was just like, "They killed them." Oh, <laughs> but the anyway, so revenge. I one hundred percent can do that one day. <laughs> I know. So to get even more far fetched, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, this fucking weirds me out. So some people have actually attempted to claim that Victoria's husband, who had died in World War One, mm-hmm. had not in fact died and for whatever reason came back to Hinterkaifeck years later to murder everybody um however there's loads of reports (laughs) however though there are loads of reports from like other soldiers who like physically saw him die (laughs) in the trenches so this theory it's not really likely to be true unless there's zombies i mean like I've seen Nazi zombies in dead snow and he could very well be a Nazi zombie like well no it was was the 20s so he couldn't have been but like he could have been a German German boys really know what they saw do you know like Mm -hmm. I'd see sort of wanted to see you you know so some have questioned then whether family members could have committed the crime to inherit the land, blah blah blah. But what from the Grubers, like what other family members could they've had that the this, family would go to, thing. like, or that it the farm would go to, like? Yeah, this is this is the thing. So people wanted to like, so basically the farm, obviously it belonged to the Grubers, and then because um, of Victoria was married, the Gabriels, so. After their death, Andreas's brother, Bernhard, he inherited the farm from Andreas after his death. Um, but eventually, after like much arguing, like legal proceedings and everything, he actually sold the property to the Gabriels, Carol's family. They were in cahoots. So they were, they were gunning for it. They were so in the one, huh? They were in cahoots. Yeah, well, this is the thing. So or, they were. Theory, obviously, yeah. They were gunning for the property. They really, really wanted it. But the one stipulation was that the buildings on the property had to be demolished. So, as we know, this was carried out like a year after yeah, the murder. that's what revealed the weapon. So they wouldn't have done that yeah, if... that's what I mean. Mm. It's unlikely then that Bernard would have killed his brother and his family to inherit the farm and then just fucking turn around and sell it, though. Do you know what I mean? And it seems really, really unlikely then that the Gabriels would have committed the murders in an attempt to inherit the farm because, like, they clearly wouldn't have known that Bernard was going to sell it to them yeah. and they wouldn't have been in any way in line to inherit it. So that's completely out the window. So the most likely suspect then, so this is 
like in my opinion guys you might you might disagree but in my opinion the most likely suspect assuming that the murders were committed by someone that the family knew um is a man called Lawrence Schlittenbauer mm. so Lawrence he inherited his parents farmstead in 1899 Lucky. which was I know I want a farmstead um which was only 500 meters away from Hinterkaifeck so yeah effectively made them like their next door neighbor the potential so, rivals Mm-hmm. So strap in because this is confusing. Um, oh, so Lawrence's wife, she was actually the neighbor that Victoria had told that her father. Was <gasps> yeah. So did she ever say that at all? No. So <gasps> Lawrence's wife, she died in 1918, so four years before the murders. Mm-hmm. And in that same year, in 1918, between the months of August and December, Lawrence and Victoria started shagging. Oh, okay. But yeah. Fucking yeah. Victoria, let me fucking tell you. She's a fucking skank. I know um, all about that life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was in 1919 then that Victoria gave birth to Joseph and she said that Lawrence was the father. Okay. Right? So at the time, Lawrence, are you guys still with me? Because I feel like, am I telling this okay? Are you guys confused? Like Connor, are you confused? Like, yeah, but in a good way. Okay. So at the time, Lawrence, he agreed with these claims. Uh, and he once even said that he wanted to actually marry Victoria, but her father absolutely wouldn't allow that to happen. Well, yeah, um, obviously. <laughs> He's like, she's but then, <laughs> I know. But then at other times, Lawrence was one of a few people who actively spread rumors around the village that Joseph was actually the product of incest and that his well, father was his grandfather, Andreas. Look, I mean, is that really a rumor? I mean... <laughs> This, it's hard to know like, yeah, because I mean, if you're shagging your dad and your boyfriend like you're not going to know who it is um, not back then anyway so not long then before the murders took place Victoria had told Lawrence that she was going to sue him for like child support I guess for their son yeah um, so apparently, like, that's not mine that's your own father's baby yeah. yeah so apparently he was fucking pissed about this Purely because the Grubers and Gabriels, they were a lot more well off than the other families in the area. Um, and like Lawrence wasn't doing bad for himself by any means, but they still weren't as like, he wasn't as well off as Victoria's family. Like they were, they were actually like raking in the cash. But they were, were they um, not just more land rich more than anything. I mean, like how much money could that single genius cow have been making them? <laughs> well, they had a maid, so I don't know. Um, well, so... you see, my, my, I'm kind of suspicious of the maid. I'll get to the maid. Like, she comes no, back in. I just feel like, did the maid have, like, an unhappy <laughs> boyfriend? Or, I don't know, was she, like, on the run? Had she left Maybe. an abusive man? And, you know, she fled and he tracked her down and it was her first day. Like... I, I just think it's a bit suspect that on her first day, like, that's not just bad luck. Like, that's almost as if she brought the trouble to them. Not You should write not, The not Inspired by True Events. Oh, I'm going to write a film about this, but it's going to be a complete <laughs> spin. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway... um. moving on from your theory (laughs) so to further the idea that it was Lawrence um, 
well, let's take into consideration, right? He was he was one of the people that actually discovered the bodies. So when the neighbors found the like four body stack in the fucking barn, Lawrence immediately began like unstacking the bodies. And whenever Is he the one that made the fucking sandwich. <laughs> No. So everybody was like asking him, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you touching them? What are you doing? He said he was looking for his son, Joseph. <sighs> mm-hmm. So it was after Lauren didn't find Joseph in the barn that they all went into the house. And that's where they discovered the two bodies. <laughs> Sorry, like the visual I'm having of that, of them, of like a group of tense people just watching him do that. And then be like, no, yeah, follow me. <laughs> and then like leading them all into the house. Yeah. Oh, so like was so he funny. actually was he actually worried about joseph or was he just trying to like cover his tracks and create a reason as to why he had touched the bodies in case they like you know had a look at his like fingerprints and stuff mm, i hadn't even um, thought of that yeah mm-hmm. but like this could be possible but there was no like solid evidence ever found against lawrence which was really weird so after all of this no it's not really weird because there was literally no evidence found against anyone ever anyone so yeah. even if they anyone. only had a little bit it was probably more yeah. likely him than anyone else like... there was like nothing so after all of this then we still have no idea no idea apparently mm. who committed the murders and it's just as likely that a stranger could have murdered the family like not wanting yeah, more than to just terrorize them and like, kill them. No, and to be like, honest, I think that's like a more terrifying yeah. prospect. Like when because you hear like when you sent me this, I I said this to you. This happens in America all of the fucking time that's because horrible. they have crawl spaces. Do you know what I mean? Ugh. Like all the time, and people are just like I mean a lot of the time. I'm sure nothing comes from it. It's a homeless person living in your fucking crawl space, mm. but like. It's terrifying to know that, like, you oh. could be in bed and then, like, because that's it. I you have like those vents, and someone's just looking at you, like you go from The Simpsons. I would rather be. Oh, that episode of The Simpsons scarred me as a child. Oh, that like, that actually really genuinely did. scared me. That was yeah. absolutely horrible. Um, yeah, especially before you found out, like, because normally The Simpsons obviously is a comedy, so at the end they made yeah. like a joke out of it, and it was fine. But the lead up to that reveal was mm-hmm. terrifying, and that's what I was going to say, like from like a fear perspective i would much rather be the victim of a plot for like my money or land by people i knew than the idea of it being a completely random you know someone moving in to your house without you knowing and living Mm -hmm. in your space the same space as you and like watching you and then just oh my god like that's it's it's horrifying like Mm -hmm. but see that's the thing danny is the footprints in the snow makes me think it wasn't Lawrence because yeah. why would Lawrence, if he lived so close, why would he have moved into the house and why would he have continued living there for a few days afterwards? Like that yeah. doesn't make any sense at all. I know that part doesn't, but to me, he's the only like of the theories that they do have, he's probably the most likely, but saying that like, I'll go. I'll I'll just go on because we do mention it. So, um, after all of this, then, no idea who committed the murders. It's just likely that a stranger did it. We won't know. Um, but there have also been reports then from the previous maid. She decided. Why did to she leave. leave? Yeah. Why did she leave? That's what I went. She through. believed that the house was haunted oh. and that footsteps had been heard in the house for some months before the murders. 
So she'd heard somebody moving around in the house for months and apparently stuff would go missing, stuff would be moved, there'd be food missing. So whoever was in that house, they weren't just there for a couple of days. Oh my God, that's so fucking terrifying. Yeah. So she was like, oh, there's a ghost here. I would say this is our least funny episode because everything about this is horrifying. (laughs) Like I can't even make fun of it because it's like, I'm just shocked. <laughs> Isn't it so interesting though? Like oh to me, God, it was amazing. like no, I amazing. can't joke about this. Yeah, but no, it's so interesting. I can't even yeah. like my mind isn't churning out yeah. jokes because I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's pretty much it. But I will mention like an interesting fact about this case because yeah. I thought this was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So it's not it's not exactly like related to the crime itself, but. The skulls of the victims were actually lost. So what? back, yeah. So That's back then, finish police and again. <laughs> so back then, it was believed that like the head held the most evidence in a murder investigation, right? Or whatever. That's it's, insane. Um, go on. I know. So it was common practice to like remove and keep the heads of the victims if they were to be like buried before their killer was found. Um, so the heads of all the victims in the Hindukaific murders mm-hmm. had been removed and sent to Munich to be stored. Um, however, they were lost at some point during World War II. <laughs> they don't II. even know when, for fuck's sake. No. Some point during World War II. So we still don't know who did it. Like, if We knew, don't have like, any evidence. No, but like, like, we don't have someone knows where they... Someone has found a box of skulls somewhere. Like, you, like you can't lose a box of skulls because if anyone Unless finds it got that, blown to like, bits. Help, I found a box of skulls. <laughs> like, it's not like finding yeah. a box of books. Like... Unless it got blown to bits in the war. But that's all I... Like, that's... I just found that really interesting. I didn't really have to mention it, but it was like just weird to me that they just kept heads. But yeah, guys, we're sorry for like not making you laugh at all. Yeah, no, this is this is like our most like serious episode mm. ever. But it was just so it was so interesting to me. Oh like, no, was it, just it was actually hooked. it was actually great. But yeah, like. I just I don't even know where to begin like yeah that's that's what got me because I was like trying to put everything into notes and then I was like taking stuff out and then I was yeah. like oh, I don't need to say this and then putting stuff in and I was like oh fuck like I, it's just so hard to like not weigh in with your own opinion on it because it's it's just fucking crazy like it's just from start to finish it's a wild fucking ride yeah. I say this about everything we talk about but this actually it got me like it got me annoyed no, it got me confused and it's, and it's, it's really it's it's just kind of like like nothing anyone could have done could have avoided it like it's different to the other stories that we told before we could always had like a well this could have been avoided like for example with the cults like all of it could have been avoided if people had just fucking you know acted right but with this it was just like boom you know that kind of way like And there's like there's so many like shady characters surrounding the family, yeah. and the family seem to be fucking shady themselves. And that, yeah, so there's like, a fucking incest plot line going on. Yeah, there. yeah. So like you don't you don't know what happened, you don't know why it happened. I mean, it could literally have been someone who knew that Andreas was abusing his daughter. He uh-huh. was like, I'm just gonna fucking kill him. I'm just gonna live in the house and I'm gonna fucking kill him. Like you don't know. Um. Either way, I'm glad Andreas was murdered. Well. Yeah, I mean, he 
been molesting his daughter. Um, yeah, like the rest her. of them, no. But like Andreas, kind of, he kind of well, deserved. You know, but here's the thing. I mean, like, like fucking Mama Kaz. <laughs> I can't believe we never <laughs> got through that until now. Mama Kaz knew what was going on, though. So you know, I'm always like, Jamie. She probably did. Oh, but she definitely like, she must have. Like they usually do in those cases. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's like a Jim Jones situation where she was like, well, my back is bad, so I can't get on top like you're like, so here's a 19 year old. Mm. Um, it's probably the same, the same fucking situation. Yeah. Was this um, like inspired in, or did this inspire in any way? You know, have you seen the film Black Christmas? No, I, I everybody like judges me for that. I've never seen it. Tell me about it. Okay. Well, no, it, it's just that I've noticed like some similarity, right? And there, there have been three uh, renditions of Black Christmas, okay? The first one actually predates Halloween, okay? And okay. whereas Halloween is considered by many to be, you know, the first slasher film, it, it was actually Black Christmas that was the first slasher film. And it just, it didn't really get a big, like, reception. And then Halloween came and blew up, so kind of stole its thunder, I suppose. But, like, the original Black Christmas is kind of like, it, it's not better than Halloween, but it it did it first. It did everything Halloween did. It just didn't get the traction that Halloween did. But it was basically, it was remade in 2006, okay? Um, yeah. And I have to, to say, it like, it's a horrible remake. Like, it, it, like it, it is absolute trash horror. Like, it's so, so bad. But it is a guilty pleasure of mine. Like I adore, I watch it every single year, but it is terrible. Okay, but what really reminded me about it, and Black Christmas then remade again last year into an it, it's not even trash horror. It was just made into an absolute shit show car crash of a film that we're not even going to discuss. What's it called? Black Christmas. Oh. Okay. All three are I called know. Black Christmas, but you know, there's like the original 2006 and 2001 last year. 19. Sorry, this year has been so long, I didn't even realize what what year last year was. Um, but no, what struck me about that is that Black Christmas, the 2006 version, um, it's basically this guy, and he, as a kid, he like kills his family, and like you know, there's some like dark Christmas thing in there about you know he makes gingerbread cookies out of his family's flesh and like gross stuff like that you know it's, it's horror trash basically but then years later he escapes from you know the insane asylum that he was in and the house that he had grown up in is a it's a sorority house because of course we need some oh, sexy yeah. young teenage girls in here and um he comes back and kills them one by one, but and like it and it's it's crap. And we're talking about all the Christmas cliches, like people get stabbed in the eye with a candy cane that's been sharpened. And people like all any kind of like Christmas related, like I think an icicle is a fucking. I don't think even he kills someone with an icicle. I think an icicle just falls on someone and it's, it's death is somehow. I love that. That's so tacky. It's oh great. No, everything about it is trash. But I watch it every year. It's like my guilty pleasure. <laughs> um, but so but there is this thing that. Spoiler alert, guys, if you're going to... I don't want to spoil it because as like it's not a good film. So what I'm about to say won't spoil the film because it's crap from beginning to end. But basically, halfway through the film, you discover that someone... I won't even say who it is. Someone has been secretly living in the house for, like, weeks. 
up until on Christmas Eve when this guy escapes from uh, from the thing and you know where you actually find out someone has been living in the walls of the house for years or not not years but like at least weeks um, and also there's like an incestuous subplot that uh, apparently you know that the guy who is the serial killer this isn't a, a it's not a twist or it's not a spoiler because it happens in the first 10 minutes of the movie that the um, the serial killer was like molested by his mom and like ended up impregnating her um as a child like before and even happened so it, it was just like a couple of things about that story that i was like did they use this as some kind of inspiration because it was just the whole thing about living in the house for a while before the murders and then the the incest plot i was just like is there yeah it sounds it doesn't it like 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 definitely <laughs> like, yeah yeah like it, it really does like it's it's um i recommend it if anyone who's listening to this podcast if you like our podcast you will love black christmas because it is such a load of shite just like our podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're welcome yeah um on that note mm-hmm. uh i think we're gonna we're gonna call it an evening we are we're gonna call it a very a wrap on this very somber evening which is mm-hmm. very strange it, it feels i don't know i just i i couldn't find anything to make fun of about that story i know it was just um, so like really interesting but also really like like compared to last week's episode, last week was just laughing for an hour and a half. I mean, who listens to the first, like I don't know, last episode, of this they'd be like, the tone is all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> you know, natural reaction is I can't make fun of this. You can bring back, I yeah. bring back my sixteen-year-old demonic possessed butter churners. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm in my element. You know, but notice I did avoid making any jokes relating to butter or dairy, even though you brought up a fucking genius cow in these eight twice, twice. Like I was fucking brought up <laughs> star, the, the lone survivor, Mary the cow. <laughs> <laughs> One Mary. Um, she was a yeah, no. She had opened the gate and tricked the killer into the gate and then closed it on him. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this I think this was definitely like one of the the probably like darker ones yeah. that we've done. Let me know, like, let us know if you like this because I really enjoyed it. I genuinely really enjoyed it. Um, this is where we get loads of feedback, being like, "You're not funny." <laughs> <laughs> we um, want butter. We yeah. want butter. <laughs> but yeah, this is a request. Same thing that we have. <laughs> always bring up. Butter. Like butter merch. Oh, the line bar. Oh, we're gonna have so yeah. much butter. I hadn't even thought about the butter merch that we're about to have after. <laughs> anyway, so if you like this, let us know. If you want us to do more dark shit, if you've got any suggestions, um, I, I which did. Jason, thank you so much for this because this was a lot of fun for me to research, and I, I really did have a great time. And thank you um, for your years of never-ending friendship, and thank you for suggesting this so we can get this out of the way on the podcast and i don't have to tell that story at your you know wedding <laughs> my best man's speech yeah, like tell the yeah. hinterkeit i think it's good though danny i think it's good to have like a mix between you know rip the piss and being idiots and then like the dark stuff because what like our friendship really started over was the talking about the weird stuff do you know the kind of way so yeah. I think it's good to strike a balance between the two. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's that's what the best thing about this is. So if you have any more suggestions or you just want to fucking talk to us, we are at Scream Queens Podcasting on the AOL IG where myself and Connor are both very active. Mm-hmm. So if you message us, we'll probably see it and reply immediately. Oh, and we'll, and we'll also like make sure to like share it everywhere. being like, look, people listen to our podcast. <laughs> like, we always post it on the story and tag each other in like tag both of us in them and then share them on our yeah. own personal story <laughs> and they're like look guys our podcast isn't a failure we people love us <laughs> but look we got a message from Ushin again yay <laughs> Sophie you reacted to your life. story woohoo so we need to get a life <laughs> yeah life we we've got Ushin and Sophie though that's all we need oh my god I mean like then we're both absolutely happy out absolutely yeah. if you feel like tweeting us please don't um however we do have a wonderful friend who doesn't have access to our account but she will <laughs> look and see if you ever tweet us uh on yeah. our behalf so that is scream queens pc uh because really twitter was full of Queens, screen, screen, screen. I'm just queens. gonna give the login. I'm just gonna give the login to Brogan, and she can manage. Oh, I thought you were. Gonna, I thought you were gonna announce them here now. I'm like, <laughs> just like ah. here. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that will end badly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go Brogan. Woo. <laughs> go Brogan. Woo. <laughs> or alternatively, if you feel like you know monologuing to yourself like a while, as I tend to do both in this podcast and in real life, and especially via the medium of email. Uh, please do get in touch with us that way as well. It is screamqueenspodcast at gmail.com. Bing, bing. So yeah, we're, we're going to leave it there, you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we going to talk about next week, Danny? I think weird porn. You know, now you've put it out there, I think so too. I think like weird porn or like shit that's gone wrong in porn or like ghost porn. I don't know. Something weird. We'll do something weird with porn. Okay. I really hope we could do it on ghost porn. I just think it's unlikely we're ever going to find it. Porn made by actual ghosts. I mean. Dude fucks hot big titty ghosts. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to say when it comes to porn, you need to be very careful because you're just going to get some necrophilia shit there if you you know go down that road so you just need to be really careful you you've seen some shit i haven't seen that kind of shit and i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> like i've seen a lot of weird stuff but like I, I draw the line i at least like the stars to be uh alive uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a basic requirement for me <laughs> yeah so we, we will see you guys next week when we talk alive. about hmm? not dead porn <laughs> no What's the title of next week's episode? <laughs> Not dead boy. Oh my god, imagine if our listenership went like way up on that one because of like the tags and like stuff. Oh my god, do you think that I could do it in like a really, really sexy voice and have it uploaded onto Pornhub? I mean, I would say... I'm just talking about ghosts. I would say you could probably do that for about 10 seconds until you forgot you were meant to be doing it and then just were like... Back to normal you. <laughs> I yeah. laugh, Danny. That's her. <laughs> uh, but yes, as Danny said, that is it from us. And please do join us next week uh, for some not dead porn. But for the moment, uh, I'm Connor and I'm going to ghost you before you ghost me, but not in the porn way. 
I'm Danny, and as always, Bigfoot, if you're listening to this, I just think it's really funny how you can be on your phone all fucking evening and you won't reply to my messages, but you'll reply to like all your mates. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you even doing? Like, why won't you talk? Okay, bye guys. You don't need her, do me instead. Bye. You like scary movies. <laughs> uh huh. If you're going to tell me you don't like this dress, I'm sticking my head right in the oven. Don't fall asleep. What am I supposed to be scared of?